0: Hello fellow Civ Classic players, I am Wormwizard and this is another episode of Box Talk. This is a very special episode with a lot of meaningful discussion between a panel of guests. Before we begin, I have an announcement. We recorded this episode in front of a live studio audience and it went so well, I wish to expand on it. What I would like to start doing is every week, Box Talk would have its interview live in a different nation in the Civ Classic server itself. We would all meet up at that nation, in their theater, auditorium, or stadium, to watch the Box Talk live while listening in the Box News Discord. Would you or your group want to host an episode of Box Talk, in return for being a gracious host and showcasing your town or nation? You will also be able to charge whatever admission you see fit. I think this will really bring the server together in a way not done before. Contact me if you are interested in hosting. So... During this moment before we begin the interview, this would be the time I would talk about the official sponsor for this episode. If you have a message you want all of Civ Classic to hear, I would say it right now, exactly how you wrote it, right at this moment. I would also give you a special thank you before we wrap up. Would you or your group like to be the official sponsor of the next Box Talk episode? Let me know through a PM. Now, let's go ahead and get started. Today... This episode is a tribute to the end of Devoted and what that means for the Civ genre. We will be talking about what Devoted did right, what it did wrong, some fun adventures we have had on the way, and how it can impact this genre as a whole. We will also talk about what should Civ Classic take away from Devoted and what it means to be the last genre. Now, without further ado, let's introduce our guests. We have... Uh, we have admin experts as our guest, Teal Nerd. We also have two power players here, uh Saren Solaris and Coney. And <laughs> we also have uh two regular players, BG and Daddy. So that's me, fam. <laughs> let's go ahead and get started. All right, go ahead and uh Teal, you can start off.
1: Oh, okay. Uh so I'm Teelnerd, uh founder of Civ Classic. I played Devoted a little bit uh, in each iteration, but mostly I played CivCraft during its first two iterations and a little bit during 3.0 as well. I uh, know a lot about the genre, obviously run the uh, current only Civ genre server.
2: Uh, that's that's about it. Uh, I'm BGVVA. I think everybody here probably knows who I am. Uh, I'm the Deputy Al-Kawaddle of Yoatl, former mayor of Chancer, former mayor of Volkstadt, former mayor of Nixonia, former minister of infrastructure for Polynesia, and former something or other Chan emperor back in Devoted. Uh, I played Devoted 2.0. I played Civ 2.0. I played Civ Temp. I played Devoted 3.0, and now I'm on Civ Classics. Oh, yeah, I played Civ 3.0 too, but we don't talk about that one. <laughs> <laughs>
3: what the hell? So, my name is. Uh... Well, that's just my username, but uh, I joined in uh, late 2.0, like really late when uh, I think the week Knox got defeated. Uh, I kind of quit uh, 2.0 that the, like a, a week after, and I didn't come back until CivTemp. Civ Temp is really where I got interested in the genre. I uh, was with uh, Chan uh, in Nixonia, and then I found Devoted, and... Now Devoted is closing down, and I'm here to talk about it today. Oh, and uh, right now on Classic, I'm with uh, Commonwealth, and I'm also uh, visiting and working with y- Yodel.
4: OK. Well, um, I'm Connie. I joined the community in Stevecraft 3.0, and I was part of Aegis back then. Then I joined uh, Devoted 3.0, and I was leader of Veritas and now I'm in Classic um, in Mirror.
5: And uh, I'm Saren. I joined uh, Dev 3.0 about a year and a month ago. Uh, I did mostly a bunch of stuff um, related to advertising. Uh, Yeah. All right. (laughs) You uh... did a
4: lot more than that, (laughs) Mm -hmm. Saren.
0: All right. Let's uh let's go ahead and get started with the discussion. We're going to focus on this first part about Devoted. Uh so what did you guys think Devoted was about? What did you think its original goal was?
3: Uh, I think it was about being uh based on Civcraft but doing something different and being more progressive and, you know, making, you know, people more interested into it. And I think that was its goal. Uh, I don't I think that's what it really actually became, but I think it was, you know, making civcraft, you know, uh less boring, more fun.
2: Well, devoted it, right? from the start, devoted always was, always will be, always has been, and now that it's on the gravestone, it can we can write it down. Devoted was the test server for civcraft. It was where where ideas went to be tested, things that TTK might not have wanted to do. And Bonkill provided an environment, and programmer Dan provided provided the plugins, and they tried different things out. Uh, programmer Dan has said to me many times he never intended, devoted to become this uh, big deal and to become, you know, the quote unquote successor to CivCraft, as some people saw it throughout this year and last year. So I don't think that it started as anything more than just a place to experiment. But I think yeah. that's good. Oh, I
4: agree. Uh,
2: uh, like.
1: I said this in a in a comment on the Sip Classic subreddit about how we really need that to foster innovation because like there's so many plugins that are probably not going to go online but like have the potential to be really cool and we need some kind of environment to test that and a test server uh, doesn't really work for that because you don't have the real like the real players actively playing on it uh, to do the testing for real it's just like so artificial so I think. Devoted or something like it is definitely really important to the genre.
4: Yeah, but I think that's because how Bonkill and Dan are like they actually they they are pretty weird, and I'm saying this in a very good way. Just because they they have something in mind and they they are not afraid of trying. They they really like to, I don't know, uh, do new things. And maybe if people maybe some people will like them, maybe they won't. But they are not afraid of trying, and I really like that, because for example, when I first showed Devoted, people were like just saying, "It's just devoted," they, you know, like they usually say that in a bad way. And when I started playing, I I found it super attractive. I don't know, like we had those tiered doors, um, like the tiered mobs too. It was really weird and different, and I actually liked it. So I think that's what we can actually say about that and Bonkill that they are not afraid of trying new things, and that's good for the community.
3: They have a channel called Crazy Ideas, and their Discord, where literally people just discuss ideas. And sometimes you get Programmer Dan coming in and saying, "Hey, what do you guys think of this idea?" I am just thinking, you know, if, if it's even possible at all. And then you know, people you know discuss it. It's it was very much uh not only just a test server of what was going to be implemented in Sipcraft, but it was just like any crazy idea you could think of, it you could talk about it and you wouldn't be told like saying, Oh that's crazy and stuff.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's good. It just doesn't necessarily work in like a more stable environment where like like with Sip Classic being the only server now, you you can't really Put on these crazy ideas or really entertain them too much because you can't you can't have the server be so volatile when it's sustaining so many players and yeah. they have nowhere else to go. I uh, agree.
4: That's it, I'm sorry. Um, I just wanted to add uh, to this that that can be costly to do what Dana and Vankel did. It's it could be costly because, for example, in the world the old player base was not playing at all. Like the fact that there were not, not alts, there were not, not bots made some people not want to play in that server. So I kinda agree with Teal here that you can't do a lot of crazy things because people might not actually like it.
2: I think so. it's a hard transition for the community because uh, you know, even even before Devoted, right? We had we had uh, Burg PvP, we had Birchcraft. Uh there has always been A split off Civ clone before this point. This is the first time in years, really, that we haven't had anybody running some sort of test server for Civ style plugins. And I think it's a tough adjustment for the community because the community's gotten used to having a rapid cycle of, like, you know, a rapid cycle of development on Civ clones, especially devoted, but also Birchcraft. So, you know, I think there's going to be pressure in the coming months on Teal because of that, and I wonder if Teal has thoughts on that.
3: Uh, as Oh, no, go ahead. As much as I like, you know, usually on the personal, I propose as crazy ideas, I think that uh also uh, living up to the name a uh, classic. I think we could uh test stuff without, you know, risking, you know, the balance of the server. Like there's stuff that could be Add so much features that would be bug fixes, like allowing uh, minecart chests to work and stuff. And because it's possible to, you know, add a patch to make it less likely to do. Because I think Peter told me maybe that in 2.0 there was actually an effort to patch it. So just adding like bug fixes to features like that would like have little risk and yeah, improve. You're, we you're can right.
1: if that if that were like a possibility. I mean, I don't know as far as the code goes. Um, how difficult a patch like that specifically would be. And those kinds of things aren't aren't really what something like Devoted is for. That kind of stuff can be tested on just like a little box really quickly. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. be easy. The, the, but that's not really the point of something like Devoted, where it's not to test yeah. little bug fixes. It's to test exactly. these exciting new features. Uh, And actually, something I have planned, something I'm kind of working on on the side, is some easy way for people to set up their own Civ server. I've got a lot of people who have been, like, uh, PMing me on Discord and Reddit, asking, like, how do I get these plugins set up? And so I'm trying to create uh, either a bash script or, like, a Docker image or something so that if people want to set up a Civ server with, like, just, like, all the basics, uh, they'll be able to do that with just a couple of commands in like a terminal somewhere um or you know and, and then obviously adding new plugins and creating new plugins is a completely separate difficult task but i think that the ease of setup would definitely foster or hopefully foster creativity and environments for that
0: that's uh that's pretty cool i i'm looking forward to that as many others would also uh so first uh before we can continue on to the next question uh we have a new player <laughs> in the in the match here. Uh I am bringing in Dallas as a devoted expert, uh someone that I believe can definitely weigh in on this and I get and it looks like he was looking forward to this, so I will definitely unmute him now. Hello Dallas, you are free to talk.
6: Hello. I stayed up 17 hours for this. I'm missing out on school right now.
1: Jesus Christ! We all have right, a
6: clinical
0: exam right now. Uh, all right. Uh, Dallas, go ahead and give yourself a little bit of a background then, so that the audience, people that aren't listening right now,
6: understand who you are. Okay. Well, <clears throat> basically, in Devoted 3.0, I had the entire server in a prostate grip for about three months. okay uh
0: let's go ahead and move on to the next question then let's uh move on to the next part uh what are some of your favorite moments from devoted
4: oh Um, well a lot (laughs) i don't know um personally for me uh the the first war was pretty pretty cool because it was there were two clear sides, which is something that actually changed after that a lot. And yeah, sorry, that's my dog. <laughs> <laughs> that's OK. <clears throat> <laughs> and um, that was uh, something that I really enjoyed the first war. Um, and also after that, whenever we we made the Chimera Alliance with Ruin and Volterra, that was actually other thing that I really liked. Um, Personally, for me, those were maybe the best moments of the server.
0: Mm-hmm. What about... So I, I'm talking more like personal things, not uh, just worldwide. We'll go into that part in a little bit.
1: Um, well, my my experience on Devoted was pretty limited uh, because I played mostly CivCraft, like the mainline stuff. Um, and then after CivCraft 2.0, I didn't really play much in the genre at all, or even Minecraft. But in... I Think it was devoted 2.0 uh i played i played with a bunch of the now Yachtland guys and some x cars and people we built a little town on a river we called it town um and it was fun it was it was nice to kind of have this uh it was during i guess probably during sipcraft 2.0 um it was was kind of nice to have a little getaway from that and we we did some raiding and stuff because we kind of viewed Devoted as more of like a PVP rating server, almost closer to factions than it was to Civ, just with the more familiar plugins like Citadel. Uh, Uh,
3: So, believe it or not, my favorite moment from Devoted was its first moment, like the first day. Just, I remember I was so excited, like finally a a real Civcraft server was going to actually be able to have a real community and not, you know, so on the, when it, The first day it was so exciting when like i was part of chan and we had like i 20 at least 20 people we all found a place to settle we started we made a town in like just a couple hours like that was just so cool how we can just have you know a like a group and make like a whole functioning society with just a couple hours that was probably my favorite moment on devoted
6: now, 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 Daddy! I'm gonna have to completely disagree with you there and say my favorite moment was pearling Saren. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh boy, here we That's, go. That was your moment, that was, but that not was
5: my moment. No, no, now, Daddy. <laughs> no, no, no. no, 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 no. That, that was Santa, dude. That was
6: Santa, right? That wasn't you, all right? It was my order.
4: I'm sorry. <laughs> was was it your first, your best moment, or whatever favorite moment?
6: Oh my all gosh, of my favorite hard. moments rely on the deprecation of someone else. <laughs> Guess what? You told me, and we had you know about
5: what? nine people jump into the Discord server just to like, you know, say it was just a problem. Yeah, it was
6: great. We <laughs> we went into the Discord uh, voice channel with Saren and we all basically just harassed him for <laughs> for a couple hours.
2: Can yeah, just many, How there? many times okay. hasn't this happened? You know, oh. what, okay. My favorite moment was also Saren-related. It's the point where Saren stabbed the NCP and all of the other Channers who had ruined the Chan community in the back, What's and see the them over permanently. That fucking wait, over no Southern minute. Block and Marienburg. What you did was fucking hilarious. Watching from the outside. Wait, uh, what did I do? Wait, 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 wait. What the you whole, the whole, now? the whole court trial. The whole court trial. Look, I think. <laughs> Devoted... How did I fuck them over? Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Your your presence enabled your you you getting enabled the autism to, for the trial to happen. <laughs> yeah, essentially. But the the ripple effect was that it basically lost all people lost all confidence in the government in Marienburg there as a result of There was no government in Marienburg. Well, I think that's just any agree
6: completely comments. with you, BG. And I think my
2: new favorite moment was when the Wee all raided Chandelle. Mm, oh, my shit. favorite that was a great was bonding when, experience. Mm, my favorite moment was also when Daddy ten fifteen here gave you our vault cords and told you about <laughs> it. That was really fun, right, Daddy?
3: Yeah, I didn't like Logi
2: and Zion. They were kind of like <laughs> you okay. did the right thing, Daddy. You honestly did do the right thing. Daddy did nothing wrong. Logi Bear absolutely. Wait, I take it back. Really you bad. did a bad thing. Actually, why did you guys attack Shaman again? I forgot because we existed because that's what <laughs> Chanada was because look man Chanada Chanada had a lot of enemies and I miss my old community I do but it's it's dead it's gone we can laugh about it in retrospect because Chanada had a lot of great moments and a lot of the things that happened on devoted were often due to Chanada I mean who can forget Ugu and the ladders uh, that was <laughs> also partially Chan involved due to the presence of Riko and other people within yeah. Ugu I I was in
5: Canada during those like two months before the war started. I'm well aware. I was the one. I
2: was one of the people who invited you.
5: I don't uh, think it was no, me specifically. You though. You, d- you didn't invite me, dude. I lived there before you mm. quote unquote invited me. Yes. So you
3: you were just squatting in the, in Canada. I, I
5: did remember BG coming in to like you know hype everyone up though like you know we're gonna win this and then he disappeared for the, like the next three months basically. Eight months actually. <laughs> I took a break. I- I did remember that. Coincidentally,
6: yeah, in those three months, I took over. So, what does when that
0: does mean? Is... Okay. Uh... Is there a connection? Hmm. Rest in peace. Let's uh move on to the next part. Then, uh, what were some of the biggest events on devoted? As in something bigger than yourself or individuals.
3: Ladders. I think it was the biggest
6: event. What was that? I think that was the biggest event.
4: Yeah, uh, the wars big. that we were talking about. The, the biggest wars.
6: events?
0: Yeah, what were some of the biggest events, I guess? Um, like highlights.
5: In what context? Like, you know, the amount of people in it, or like. You know, well, I mean,
0: like, what did you I think did were have... big,
5: like, either big wars or big things that happened on the server? I feel like the first one definitely left its, you know, impact on the server the most. Because yeah. you know, it, it defined the factions. It you know, it ga- it connected a lot of people that had you know never known each other before. Uh, for example, and it was
4: like 15, 15 people versus mm-hmm. other 15. It was a very big war, fight. We fought for like eight hours straight. It, yeah, it was no, really wow, fun.
1: eight whole hours. Wow, that's. <laughs>
4: I mean, Honestly, it's eight hours. Yeah.
1: <laughs> not a lot compared to uh, some of the CivCraft conflicts. I'm sorry, I just.
4: <laughs> no, yeah, I know, but I, it was, like, eight hours fighting. I am just trying to You're, be relevant. <laughs> I'm not saying... No, it's fine, but I'm not saying the war lasts uh, eight hours, but the fight, like, the big fight, it was eight hours, a lot of people online. It was yeah. really... It was really cool.
1: God, yeah, I missed the birth of like... my
6: baby sister for that.
1: That's... <laughs> <sad>. <laughs> you should have been around Damn. For, like, some of the HCS stuff in, like, CivCraft 2.0. Like, that shit got wild. Like, breaking the blood crew vault, like, whew. Or uh, the Attack on World's End.
5: Well, I feel like we'll never get back to you know whatever was the glory yeah, days, really. Yeah, I wish, much, I wish
6: my baby you know. sister's birth for that war. <laughs> <laughs> Sick.
5: Sick. I mean, devoted was what it was. You know, it it, it couldn't have gotten better or worse. You know. It, yeah, it was because was.
4: That, like the population of the server was a lot less, and also it was it's very very different a lot of people is always thinking about sipcraft 2.0 and they kind of always want to come back to that and that's never going to happen
1: like Honestly, I, we're I got never back to 1.0 1.0 is fantastic
4: well yeah but that's never going to happen and the it also it's very different like the community was super different than what even sip uh, classic is now yeah i i realized that as soon as i joined sip classics uh, for me it was super weird because everyone was saying like Uh, oh wow everyone in the body is so toxic and I was like I don't know something different than this because I
5: I... had a very
2: vibrant community Mm. TBH vibrant if if, if a betrayal every other week counts as vibrant (laughs) well Well, I think you know I can sorry sorry, go ahead you go all right i'll go because i'm you know look devoted did more than any other server to break the power of these like hyper loyal pvp groups because of all these betrayals nobody could trust each other in devoted not really i mean there was some small trust no i mean i'm not going to claim that nobody but by and large devoted was defined by its betrayals it was I don't
6: think
2: anyone ever got
1: betrayed. I think, I think that's really interesting. <laughs> it, it's definitely shaped like Whew. the future of the genre in a, in a huge way. Like I think that it's significantly affected how things are going on Civ Classic. And I think it actually really ties into the next three questions that we have, the next three topics that we have on our discussion. Yeah, document. I was actually um, just yeah.
0: about to move on. Where,
1: where, do you ma- mind if, the I, if I mention those and like tie them in?
0: Yeah, uh, Yeah. let's yeah. go ahead so, and talk about some of the strengths and weaknesses of Devoted. Well, the,
1: next, the next three are, uh, what are you willing to confess now that Devoted is over? Yeah. What are Devoted's strengths and what are Devoted's weaknesses? And I think that they all kind of have to do with that same thing. Because um, you're talking about all these betrayals and stuff that happened on Devoted.
0: Huh. And
1: the, the thing is, the question, what do you have to confess? I think, for the most part, is not a question that anyone really has answers to because there aren't alts and there's so there's, well, there's far less. From well that's i mean that's fair but like for the most part most people were playing on one account and so any betrayals they made any like rating they did was on their main account. yeah it's it's not yeah. like civcraft civcraft had a, a lot, of, like, lot of secrets to yeah. share like oh i was i did i rated on an alt like if you did that, now you're, like, admitting to cheating, which I guess, now that it's over, it doesn't really matter. But um,
3: people kind of did it in a more, like, passive or more quiet way, like, manipulating. Well, I
5: think it It gave... it it made it more risky to actually try to fuck people over because you know it kind of sticks with you you know once you've like done yeah. something bad it, it sticks with
6: your name you know just a punishment yeah, like, for it yeah like but a, everyone but again, thinks uh, of Saren is the betrayer now even on Civ classics like nobody trusts him he's pulled right now I mean if I, if I was halting you know the, I mean I would have if I could
5: have halted I would have done it but you know since so I couldn't, you know. my but question yeah. is, I
1: think that most people probably don't have anything to confess because it's all already out
0: there. So my oh, question is, uh, my question is, do you think that's a strength or a weakness of devoted? I think
1: it's a little bit of both. I think that a lot of devoted's strengths are also weaknesses. Um, from their lack of alts to the rapid and significant changes. I mean, we were talking about uh, these crazy plugin ideas that were being implemented on devoted, and I think that those are a strength because it kept things interesting, it kept things changing, and the community was, I think overall pretty happy with a lot of the things
5: oh no it was well balance there were there were
1: some there bad. were some balance issues with like the vault factories i know that is a little ridiculous but um no, that's, i think that's that, on topic. i think that a lot of the rapid development things like um whether it's like castle gates or I, I mean i don't know how people feel about the guns that were about to be implemented but like, <laughs> <laughs> can we just not talk about guns in we're in not talking dangers, about that. i think were a huge strength of Devoted. It, it kept the game interesting and it kept players, uh, kept giving them something new to do. And it's definitely, because that's definitely a weakness of something like Civ Classic, where you you grind up to, you know, you've got your bots running the Emerald Cauldron or whatever, or the Advanced Cauldron. I forget what it's called. <laughs> um, but you, you get up to that point and now it you've reached the end of the tech tree. And so Devoted was constantly keeping that interesting constantly giving you something new to do but it also i think was a weakness because it presented imbalance problems and because you know things kept changing like you never knew what to expect you never knew if you were still going to enjoy playing the server tomorrow because they might implement a plugin you don't like so
3: yeah I think that kind of changed though once they became the main platform for servers. they still put in you know a lot of new ideas but they toned it down like they weren't gonna yeah. introduce an idea that totally fucked over the whole political I think whole
6: guns I think were things. a step in the right direction and I'd like to see something else like nukes or maybe cause oh,
2: God. <laughs> no this is this is the failure of devoted the f- devoted devoted had one huge fundamentally broken downside that nobody could get past which is that it was extremely grindy to actually Ooh. get defensive materials. At least in Devoted 3.0. Yeah, in, in Devoted... No, in, anybody Well, even 2.0 actually was, was kind of... It, 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 was, in, in Devoted 3.0, right, it was insanely grindy to get defensive materials. But you could AFK a spawner for a couple of hours and have enough XP to start to at least try to make prop. Within a couple of days, if you had a couple of dudes, a couple of spawners, you could have full prop for the outfit. Uh, if you make defense really expensive and you make attacking people really cheap, what you're going to have is a server where people only attack others, yeah. and they don't they don't build up defenses except for the occasional vault. And vaults and devoted were very were relatively easy to break; they broke very quickly. So, the, like that was, I think, the fundamental failure of it. There was nothing to do other than grind for a vault that could be broken in literally two hours. I personally think that question would be best answered by, this question would be best answered by Bondkill, or by Shaded John rather, uh, because he's tried to rebrand himself. <laughs> I can feel and this question. That. But like, this question obviously is aimed at him, right? You know, about the a failures and successes, right? I mean, what, what counts bit. as a failure and what counts as a success that requires an admin's perspective? Well,
7: I also, well,
1: I... I think the grindiness is also a failure in a couple ways. I think that like you said, I, I don't know, though, because I'm not sure that the the less expensive offensive materials and more expensive um, defensive materials are necessarily a detriment to Devoted. It depends how you view the server, because I know I and a lot of others, especially during Civcraft's lifetime, viewed it as a more PvP-slash-factions-oriented Civ server. So Because it was. It- making it really easy to fight but making it really hard to have because like, obviously vaults uh, especially on Sipcraft 2.0 were really overpowered like if you yeah. look at any of the attacks on that... vaults titan uh, any any vault attacks post bastion um they were these really long sieges and that's not frankly very fun it, it's it's fucking awful um, that's
4: what bonkill and dan tried to avoid they tried to avoid like very big vaults I, I think I, just, I, I personally think the idea was good, but yeah, I think yeah. it was way too grind- grindy, yeah. and that was the main problem. Like when people mm. realized that they had to grind for months to get a vault, because mm-hmm. actually I'm not even saying two months. I'm saying like maybe eight nine months to get right. actual mm-hmm. vault bastions. That I, was I, really I, retarded because I, nobody wants to do that.
1: And it's it's a it's an issue. Well, it's an issue and a non-issue, depending on how you want to view the game. Because if the game is supposed to be this sort of more fast-paced, um, aggressive version of CivCraft, which was that makes a lot of sense, because you're essentially completely cutting out the issue of these long, boring vault sieges you're cutting out this unfun part of the game while keeping in the incredibly fun exciting conflict um so i think it's a strength if that's the goal for the server but if that's not if the goal is just to make it harder to have conflict in general then i think making everything more expensive is important uh although i do think that shaded took it a little bit too far like with the multiple tiered up like, the, the way that oh you had to God. go through, like, five steps to upgrade a factory. Like, that was a little mm. bit uh, first, over first the First, there
4: were three only. First, <laughs> there were three. Yeah. And it was, like, impossible. Everyone had, like, a tier one factory, vault factory. And there was no way to have vault bast- bastions until, mm. like, the first update. Mm-hmm. So nobody actually got into that.
1: Also, I think one of the bigger issues was also the tiered ores, where, like, there were so many drops that it, Made the game a lot more complicated, and there were so many more resources that you had to manage and account for. I think yeah, that's... grinding was impossible. I think that was no. I, I think
4: that was actually. Cool. I think
1: it's. I think it's okay to introduce. I, some... think I do agree resources. that it
6: was too expensive because there was. It was like it cost like three hundred dollars to like make the obby cost more. That's just too much. Yes, but two
1: hundred dollars.
0: Sewage knows, right? How
4: about three hundred? Actually
0: all right mm-hmm. uh let's uh talk a little bit more about how about some of the strengths of devoted itself like we talked about for example we were saying about how there weren't that many secrets that was uh, and we kind of a were secret. borderline oh i want I to hear it can...
6: oh. i x-rayed the entire time
0: <laughs> with hidden or
6: same
1: good no. job buddy <laughs>
6: no like um <laughs> i was x-raying with tb and then tb got banned because we found an admin drop chest, and he didn't rat me out. So shout out to TB. He's a good guy. He's a
1: good. I think the lack of
0: secrets is a strength and a weakness. I think that.
4: No, but I yeah. But what with about, about some
0: so- d- what about some solid right. strengths, son? Like some things that devoted just did really well. I. will listen
3: sure.
2: to the community for feedback.
4: Um, yeah, they yeah, added that's guns. True. <laughs> I, I agree
2: with that's daddy a... i think i think that programmer dan and shaded john were very very accessible as admins mm. and yeah. that's not to say that you aren't teal so i understand that as is no no i but... i but
1: i'm definitely not nearly as accessible yeah. as yeah I mean, well i, I
2: mean you're you're not at ttk's so... level yet if you were i'd warn right. you uh no, I, think, I appreciate
6: that no One i kill think was really it was... accessible he'd constantly
2: give me like advice about the other side and like Exactly. They I think programmer Dan and Bonkill put a huge amount of emphasis into integrating the admin team and the community and to integrating the direction of the server into the community. And this is going to be a bit of a spicy meatball, but this is me so what are we going you know what are you going to do? Uh, if you want my honest opinion, devoted maintained an average of about 60 people online every night for 8 months. Uh, and and that held true uh, past the first month, until until uh, until Civ Classics launched. Uh, I mean, uh, we maintained a much higher average for mm. a That's not
4: true. That's not true. Look at look, mm, look at look at Awoos
2: graph. Look at look at a graph. At no point did the did the average significantly drop below what it had started as. Civ no, so Classics, look, however, is down by at I least fifty percent, maybe even to that I don't no, know at least how you, they please keep in us. mind
3: we're in different time zones. So yep.
6: yeah, right I now that
8: 106
1: <laughs> it's one o six p.m. It's nine forty.
6: Where is it for okay. everyone else?
5: Devoted was at its most active during conflicts. And oh during yeah, those times.
6: You know why there was always people? Because you had to AFK for XP. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, that's another. That's another thing I think that um, Devoted did. I don't necessarily think it was bad. I think honestly that. Whether you're talking about devoted or CivCraft or Civ Classic, there's not a lot of hard strengths or weaknesses. I think that a lot of it is about is like very. I can't think of the right word Bad. for this, but no, no, that no, that each thing has its strengths and weaknesses. Like AFK, that the AFK XP spawners has its strengths and weaknesses. It takes out the botting, which can be seen as
7: yeah, I think the AFK
1: but it's also a weakness of the server because anyone can just AFK a spawner literally twenty four seven, and it's fine. In
4: classic, you, you need to AFK the melons. You need to yeah. AFK other things. It's There's pretty much the same. Well, there,
1: there are certain things you have to AFK. There are other things you have to write bots Yeah. Through. So it's kind what of I, what
4: I'm saying is you can't really. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, you you can't really say like, oh, uh, the would have had more people because you need to AFK XP and in some classics you need to AFK a lot more things. It's not the reason why each server had more players or not. I mean, it's pretty right. it's pretty much the same. No, I and yeah, I, I don't disagree think that's with Vici. And I, and I disagree with Vichy because um, Devoted started losing <clears throat> players way before the Zip Classic launch. It was like everyone did whatever they, they wanted to do and they got bored. Most of the people got bored. They didn't have anything else to do because the factories were just a few. Most of them didn't work. Like, the, for example, the, the potion factory never came out. The pickaxe factory was retarded, because nobody wants to pick a pickaxe to mine more iron. And then Wasn't whenever that Dietcola's chased...
1: fault? And I think I, I no. think that's actually the... one of the more significant. I, I don't necessarily know that it's related to the factory. I mean, maybe a little bit, because I, I didn't play Devoted 3.0 as much. But I would think that part of the um, lower player base uh, towards the Civ Classic launch and even before that, also had to do with the fact that everything was revolving around conflict, that there was kind of nothing other than conflict exactly. going on. Mm-hmm. And That's... eventually, that does get boring. It's no, the, I, I, like the, the, the players,
4: players got actually. bored. There was nothing else to do. And... There is
1: conflict on Civ Classic, but there's also other things to do.
3: So uh, exactly. Devoted actually had an official PvP server called DevPvP. I know I'm acting I know,
6: like No, 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 I daddy. daddy. So does I hate it. That server <laughs> it,
3: it I think really help enabled giving, you know, people, you know, a chance in learning how to fight in Devoted. We actually
1: have a civ classic yeah. PvP server as well, I know, but, it's yeah,
2: but it doesn't uh, have the same kit as the actual server, so it's not as useful. Yeah. It's hey Angel, just because the server doesn't ugly. work doesn't mean it's not there.
1: Yeah, I mean, it does. Well, that's the that's the other thing is that people have complained a lot about the civ I don't want to get too much into civ classic balance cuz that's not really what this is about, but uh, people have been complaining a lot about the civ classic kit being too tanky. We're trying to test that on the Civ PVP server. So if people want to do that, that would be great. Civ PVP and... is pretty. Hey, great. Angel, I'll do it. And then, Bye. and then once that's been tested and is at a good place, we can put that live. And then the PVP server will match. How do I get stuff. in touch with you, man? How do you yeah. get in touch with me on Discord,
5: modmail, Reddit PM? Modmail, that's a good meme, man. No, <laughs> I
1: I do check and respond to modmail. This past week has been very uh, tough for me. I've had a lot. You got of... a work
3: phone number? <laughs> or <something>. Yeah.
1: No. <laughs> But I mean,
4: Your address. no, but uh... CPP right now is pretty good. Like the, the kit in CPP is good. The server is bad because it's too laggy. The um, hits don't register that. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, yeah.
1: that's, a, that's like, an issue with the anti cheat config, which is the same as it is on live. No. The
4: anti cheat is fucking shit because you know how <laughs> look, look, look. I still die. anti cheat is. Hey,
6: awesome. hey, hey, so... hey. <laughs> All right, we're done. Da-
1: better than anything else we have to, have to Is do. there any
6: way to fix PvP so that with my 400 MS, I can still play?
1: No. <laughs> um. So, a- anyway, we need to... Let's stop talking about this. Wait, you yes. just ignored me. <laughs> oh, hey. No, <laughs> if not, you want to talk about this later, we can. Guys. No,
5: no chill. I just have to, like, add something in there. You know you know how um, in Civ- Civ- PvP, every warp is basically a laggy- Like, a laggy-ass town? Can you switch yes. that to, like, you know? That's... Day? That's that was all... a lot of issues. Maxopoly
1: put that map on. I don't know why he didn't just use the same one that had been used for like devoted PvP and Civ. He DVD.
5: told me the uh, town looks but... nice. That's why he l- liked the spawn. It, I
1: mean, it does look nice, but it's laggy as fuck. So I'm gonna, I'm probably gonna put on the, uh, the map that's currently on devoted and that was on the old Civ PvP online as well. Uh, So that should help. And maybe some okay. like CivCraft two point. Um, all right.
0: Uh, uh, wait,
1: really
4: wait. Yes. I was something else about strength. Devoted strength. Okay. Yeah. That? Go ahead yeah this is something that maybe most of the people won't agree but i really think it's something good and it's exile pearl
0: so mm. people
4: usually yeah Ooh, let me talk let's please. talk
0: about exile uh-huh. pearl
4: yeah i i really want to talk about this so about a lot of people don't really like that and first for me it was weird because i didn't know what it was about and most of the people were used to prison pearl and for me, it was the same because I didn't play a lot of Craft. So now that I play Steve Classics and I see the differences between Excel Pearl and Prison Pearl, I realize that I think that excel Pearl, the idea is good. That the, the idea to give a player the possibility to keep doing things, but in a limited way, is actually really cool. And but I think that they should have made what they wanted to do but they never did that to make for example to have an option to exile per someone or um prison pro someone you know yeah like, yeah that
3: was i think that exp- uh... make
4: it more expensive but to be able to do it
6: yeah i don't think actually, that if you uh... kill someone they should stay dead i think that <laughs> no connie that was when actually I see an them idea that in i in the world it makes me angry
1: that was an idea that i kind of wanted to implement during the classic beta also uh, honestly honestly okay let me i can talk about this a little bit is that i think that prison pearl is better i have reasons why and i think that implementing exile and prison pearl uh adds a level of complexity that uh i think is bad and that's actually the level of complexity is one of the reasons i don't like exile pearl i think that when you're so the thing is, the idea behind Exile Pearl was player retention, right? If you just exile players and they can still like walk around in the overworld and do things just in a more limited way, they're more encouraged to continue to play. But yeah. I don't think practically it works that well. Um,
3: uh, because I think for
1: it does. for new friends, it doesn't really matter. So it does. the thing is it, except- the thing is Hold it's on. not enough exile pearl on its own is not enough of a punishment for like established players because they can still go be base bitches. Like, there needs to be something in place like Prison Pearl that acts as a real punishment for people who do real things. Ooh. There's definitely no. I think that's important. I think that a real no, no, no. if you imprisonment...
5: knew the percentage of people that are actually like PvPers that are Pearl that actually comes back to grind, you'd be surprised. There isn't a, like you know, if ten people got Exile Pearl, you get it doesn't, two base It doesn't. It doesn't matter
1: because. The point is, no matter what percentage of Tops. people do it, you need something in place to significantly punish players. Because like let's say um Yachtland, Pearl Centralin in this in this Lexington conflict, but she can still play in the overworld and she
3: can still like base bitch for Lexington, like that's bullshit because they're
1: trying well,
6: they, they're trying to
3: not reinforce, you weren't allowed to reinforce if you were extra What if
6: what if you got like slowness twenty? So that's not my, true my, they
4: are allowed to reinforce
3: oh so my
6: my, bad. Point, my point is
1: that it's not a significant enough punishment for people you really want to punish and having both options in the game adds a lot of complexity for new players and there's already a lot of complexity but in the I game. very true i don't i don't think that the
3: benefits of having
1: but exile pearl for casual players
3: what outweighs the to honest, of having would actually teach them I, the game. Mm-hmm
4: yeah and to be honest the new friends they don't even pearl people like they don't even understand pearl as it is. so i don't think it's gonna add a lot more to them and i think it's actually better for the new players because sometimes for example a, a new friend i don't know goes to your farm and grief it or a uh, raid and it's a minor raid and you don't want to prison pearl them because maybe they are going to quit after that but you can teach them and I you do. can have them as a prisoner for for a while let's say and teach them being around you uh in the overworld and i think that's a lot better i, to think, that,
2: to... actually, I'm... I think that, no, okay that, okay, uh, hold okay hold on i have a question think that, I, I think
1: that i think that being prison pearled and being in the prison dimension is a lot more it is a lot more of a significant punishment but it's also a much clearer punishment like it's it's much more obvious what's going on than you just random spawning and then mm-hmm. suddenly not being able to do certain things
6: I took and it out as my mission to actually pull multiple new friends this point in my town.
3: I mean,
1: I think it would so, be
6: pretty
3: obvious you had a stick in your your. Uh, <laughs> in the daddy, daddy,
2: daddy, going. daddy! What are you, what are you saying? <laughs> oh, no, no! I think in order to have an a, an educated opinion on this, we should wait until Programmer Dan releases his data on this. So basically, he's doing an analysis. God bless Programmer Dan. He's God doing bless. an analysis as to God whether bless. or not new friends were in devoted were actually just quitting upon being exiled pearl because they had no idea what was going on or whether they did actually stick around and talk to people and interact with them Uh, i don't know how how long that's going to take i don't know when he's going to release it or if he ever will but he did say that he wanted to do that and it was possible so i think we should wait until there's a definitive answer to that, to that question as to whether or not it harms or helps player retention. Now, Before, all right. I, I, opposed, agree with, I agree with that. Hey, I'm not opposed
1: though. to potentially implementing it in the future. I just personally don't think it's a very good idea. It's something that, like when I started playing CivCraft, I was Perled pretty quickly, actually, um, multiple times. And I think if I'd been Exile Perled, I would have been really confused. And I thought Still. that Prison Pearl was pretty... There's we a know, stick in
3: your inventory that says you're exile pearl. Like okay, how can but you but be someone confused? Someone just
4: killed like, you out. and then you <laughs> and
3: Yeah, then I, you anyway.
1: Lady, gentlemen, I don't think I don't think All the right, moving yeah. whether or not it's gonna be implemented on Classic is really the topic of the discussion here.
0: All right. Yeah. Uh yes. Uh but, we're uh, now ending okay, on I, that I note.
5: More calm and warm, please.
6: I don't think the stick was very clear though. <laughs> yes, it is. Maybe.
0: Let's uh, let's move on. Now we are going into the next part. Civ classics and the Civ genre as a whole. What type of impact do you think Devoted will leave on this genre? Everything. Everyone. We already,
6: like, we already kind of talked about it. The way more yeah. toxic now. Like, if you way look more back toxic. On, uh, way, way more. Like, if you look back, there was never any doxing in Civcraft 1.0. That's Everyone is just political. Mm-hmm. There was... I mean, I didn't play. But already, this is what I've heard. There's, well, there's from, like, always been guy.
1: a certain level of toxicity. I don't think it's, I don't think it's as much toxicity as it is, um, the fact that the servers become more PVP oriented. That's and,
6: exactly what I mean. And the genre has become
1: PVP oriented. I don't necessarily think that, that translates directly into doxing. I think that.
4: Yeah,
7: no, I think
1: it does. That, that, I don't think I, that translates directly. People
4: got doxed doxing doxing way before.
1: I Dude, think that, I, mean, I think that conflict. Brings about those kinds. You're the attacks,
6: type of person and... that likes to PvP. No, uh, I, well, I think
1: it, it it is it is because of the PvP. Uh, I'm eating M&Ms, by the way. No, it's um, not.
6: PvP. The reason sure.
5: people
1: have it's been drama, more, like, you know, it's PVP not directly causes. the it's not directly the PvP. It's the drama that the PvP is associated with that causes the doxing and the doxxing. Look, Most
6: I think it could be argued that
5: it's directly the PvP. Fighting each other for the past three years has you know. No, they've known each other for ages like like there isn't any politics left to be done they know each other like most of the people who plays now has known each other for years or more than that like which also probably he, contributes. exactly to- i mean it's it's basically the same people interbreeding for like you know to- <laughs> and you
1: have you have this increased dramatic <laughs> i think
6: that's what interbreeding like, means so what is this
1: increased culture around um, drama and like, there's no like new you said the, the betrayal hey. is devoted and everyone knows each other and everyone kind of has each other's information. So the likelihood you're going to get docs nowadays is a lot higher if someone betrays you and then shares your personal information. So somehow. wait,
0: do you think devoted has contributed to this issue? I I don't uh,
2: think. Yes. I, yeah, I, yes. I think. I think. The, I think okay. Not okay. devoted
0: the server, but the yeah. devoted community.
1: My I think.
2: Daddy all, right, all right. All right. No. 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 no devoted what devoted contributed was it contributed a culture of a degeneracy betrayal, a betrayal and b it also cultivated a culture of kind of this very very cynical and i think this was actually more of a result of the end of of civ 3.0 actually kind of the aftermath of it but The people who played Devoted were very, very cynical about Civ servers, I think, by and large. That's not entirely true in all cases, and I'm sure that people are going to try to get mad at me for saying that, but I think that there was a level of toxicity that came from having expectations let down. I think people looked at Devoted, saw that PvP was easy, but PvP is just, it's something people do to have fun. It's something people do to have fun, and... You know, I, I personally feel that a lot of the toxicity just comes from people having gotten so tired of the genre and having been let down so many times that they felt that the only thing they really could do was PvP and and you know, con- you know, concoct these <sighs> revenge schemes, you know, like like play role play lawful evil in the words of Centralin. Although lawful, lawful stupid is what she's going for at this point. That's a little You know, but I mean, am, am I wrong, though? Am I wrong that a lot of the toxicity comes from people's expectations just simply being let down and realizing that the only thing that has consistently fulfilled expectations in the Civ genre is the ability to PvP other people? Yes,
3: Civ craft uh, genre is getting more boring. There's no innovation. We don't have new players coming in. So, people, the only thing to, uh, you know, to have a quick
6: little fun is PvP. I mean, now, 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 daddy. I mean, if we want new players, then we have to advertise. Oh, yeah. Advertising?
2: Yeah. I don't know, man. Look, 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 look. Over the past four years, search volume for the term Minecraft on every platform peaked Has gone in up July exponentially. Yeah. It it has dropped by 75% for YouTube. Where the searches. hell did you get these numbers from? Wait on. Trends, minute. dude, go on trends.google.com Can right now. You us this. Sure. Okay. Be my guest. One second.
3: Standalone okay. game then? Hmm.
2: Daddy, come on. The the only future is a standalone game. Over the past year yes! and a half, over the past year and a half, we have seen a 50% decrease from peak, almost 50% in most cases from peak. In July 2013, in search volume for these terms, and I will get I'm them. I'm still in holding seconds. out for Minecraft Two.
6: Minecraft Two. <laughs> and
5: also the issue why like the service, I mean, yeah. Classic was so PEP oriented is because you know you have two sides or three sides coming in with their crew that's you know been fighting for ages, and all they did is just set up, farm, get prod, and then just sit it out and wait for a war. I mean that's that's what that's Classic so far. And it's playing out just you know as expected by most people. To, like, you There's know, also like a building. A here Some you go. Like building. Yeah, I mean that's like a side quest, man.
2: Like you know who wants to do that?
6: <laughs> yeah, like the main <laughs> yeah. quest is like taking down Centralin.
2: Look! Look <laughs> at the drop! Look at the sudden drop in summer and fall right, of twenty six. I don't click links that I don't trust.
6: Yeah, hold <laughs> on, I'm looking at the drop. Maybe. So, 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 that, like that link is okay,
1: it's Google, guys damn they already, already have, have all of it i'm
6: gonna click it wait 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 wait.
3: maybe expanding to different like uh
6: i think it's cultures,
3: a- like translating maybe the Civ, you know like guide i i know it sounds crazy but it might you know get a whole bunch of not- wait,
2: more that, players i yeah,
6: would do anything
2: there's still you know what there's still potential to bring new players in i mean we still do in yoaddle quite regularly like even even devoted was still at least According to according to programmer Dan, and I don't know how you know. I assume he's accurate, but who knows? Uh, even devoted 3.0 was still getting occasional new players. The real yes. the real problem is that the entire game itself has dropped off in popularity quite significantly, and player retention on Civ hasn't really gotten a whole lot better.
6: I mean, uh, can we have like everyone in the chat like say out loud if they're a new player? I think
3: wage could probably speak a lot on uh I heard how say anything. Uh, new friends you know uh coming in when you know basically devoted you know basically <laughs> you're
0: not shut up.
4: I think it's pretty difficult for new people to understand and to actually Wait, want to keep joining the server. Let's say to keep playing. So, also for me personally, it was really weird whenever I whenever I knew about Stevecraft. And I realized a lot of people that I knew from Kohi back then played here. I was like, how come I never heard of this before? And I'm still still surprised that for many years, because this is not like one year, for many years, like three, four years, I never heard of this while I was even active playing, for example, Factions. So I I think that there is something there between the community, like most of the Minecraft community, and the SIP servers, that it's, I don't know, uh, there's a big gap there that I don't know That's... how we can how we can contribute to to make, make it more known for other people. Voting right? advertisement,
5: to be no, no, honest. No, 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 it's just no, most no, no, people daddy, aren't
2: interested in role-playing politics. Let's be real here. I don't believe that, actually. I think that you're just uninterested in role-playing politics. Yes, Aaron. It's- hey, I'm all about it. Yes, Aaron. Dude, yo, you yo, yo. literally <laughs> joined <laughs> the hey hey hey. hey, 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 hey.
7: Minecraft <laughs> Bulls, is not politics. Hey, Let's keep it civil. That should...
5: is very much hey. a part of politics. Yes, bro. Is, Let's keep hey, it civil. Hey. No? Yes, it I'm is, I'm not more. Stay mad, Fuck man. off. Like, Let's look, keep everybody
2: it civil. Bring something to the community, right? There's room for everybody here. There's room for Saren. There's room for for Spawner Co. Uh, you know, like there's no reason to say that nobody should. <laughs> oh my God, you can't even say no, it there's... seriously. Look, I, look, 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 look. There's room for everybody here, and God help me for saying this. I actually agree with Connie. I actually agree with Connie. Every <laughs> new friend that I find. No, I mean I I'm, I'm mean of course, right? I don't have a problem with you, but look, every new friend that I've found and talked to and gotten to know has consistently said, "Wow, how have I never heard of this before? This is everything I've ever wanted in a vanilla server." Exactly. That happens to me. Be- Civ is what is what people wanted years ago and it's what they still want. Now, we still have opportunity. We just need to take, we just need to make sure that we take them. And we need to recognize that this game is going to be like runescape or tf2 or world of warcraft where the population isn't falling but it's not going to be going up it's just going to be stagnant yeah
4: but if i have to be honest um people might not like what i'm gonna say but i don't care um (laughs) usually i think that it's also our fault that people quit or they don't come back because I'm gonna I'm gonna give a fuck an new example.
3: friends to be honest. Just kidding. Exactly. Daddy, come
4: on now. Exactly. Like, That's relax. the thing. We we all always say fuck new friends. And at the same time, for example, in the beginning of Classic, this is a clear example. People from Animal Farm that is it's a, a faction, an faction, joined the server. And people started being paranoid about them because they are ATFers. so they straight pearl them. Okay? They pearl them in the beginning of the map for maybe think they didn't even they didn't even I mean, do that or
1: happened in cifcat that... 2.0 as well
4: well that's i mean what I'm that's saying. kind of addictive
3: for all new people who haven't done anything yeah, bad. It, it,
4: exactly that's what i'm saying it's it's also our fault because why because we are scared of new people fucking the server of people trying to kill the server or i don't know people raiding or new, a new power group
5: Wait, so. Can, can I? Can I? I wait, wait, wait. Can, hey! Can up- wait hold, minute, on, hold on! Hold
0: oh, on! kill! Alright, we have a new player entering the match here. Bondkill, go ahead and give a short introduction to yourself.
6: Bondkill, can I introduce
0: you? Sure, dollars, go for it.
6: <laughs> Hype me
9: up. Make my dick feel big. Oh my what? shit, it's shit it's <laughs> I haven't talked to
1: you in so long. What's
9: up, buddy? Hey, dude. Dollars? I'm waiting Dollars.
7: <laughs> Hello? Uh, holy wait! Right?
9: We
1: have oh, oh, a to be right back. Um, he runs a- or er, sorry, ran a shitty civic club called Devoted. Um, it was paid to win, and had terrible grindy balance. <laughs>
2: okay, that- I'm okay? back. So, All right, so, is a big boy. Thank you. I sure am glad that we discussed the strengths and weaknesses and successes and failures of devoted before the admin team could show up. You're right.
0: Wait, hold on. It gets better. We also have Programmer Dan here. Yep. Oh, my goodness. goodness. Wow, we are in for a treat. Please, can only
2: get so hard.
0: Well, then, this is actually a great transition point to my next question. Speaking of transitions, what do you hope to see transition like ideas from Devoted to Civ Classic. We talked a little bit about this, but let's go a bit more in detail. Oh, okay. I can All right, wait, 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 wait,
9: hold, hold wait, the wait, fuck wait. up. Hold the fuck up. Let me start <laughs> this discussion.
1: Wait,
0: no, oh, start. I,
1: I am
6: so I excited. The, one,
1: the biggest thing I'd like to see transition from Devoted to Civ Classic is
9: Programmer Tan. <laughs>
7: <laughs> 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 um, so... <laughs> no, I, I, I like
9: wish you could see my face right now, Teal. <laughs> Let me let me start out what I was gonna say. So, hi, I'm Bonkill, Kill. Um, one, uh, one of uh-huh. the uh, yeah, shaded John. One of the admins of Devoted, along with Mr. Programmer Dan over there. And I, what I really wanted to point out, and really this whole prelude actually highlights this whole issue for Devoted 4.0. When we were still discussing it, one of the top priorities, one of the top sort of requirements that we were discussing. Was essentially linking uh, Word Bank, and I, I don't know Yoji, you're you're fucking killing yourself right now, but essentially making it so every single player that de- that joined devoted would have a randomized username, specifically because of how toxic the entire fucking Civ community is, making sure that every single player who joined devoted joined with a clean slate so whatever previous history they had tied to their username could not be used against them because of exactly how no. fucking
2: toxic the community is honestly wouldn't that make I, the community even fucking worse by well, the oh you're out being suspect
1: is. the thing is i like i see where you're coming from it's alts. definitely a good idea. I, I like the idea that's I a bad like idea. That's a same, terrible that's idea. That's an
6: awful if idea. I, wouldn't I, you I, recognize I, I, the people's voices when they spoke? Well,
1: that's that's sure. that's where I see the problem coming in, is that the people from, like, let's just take the current, like, Civ Classic groups. Like, the people from Yachtland and the people from Lexington, they're still going to want to play with each other. And for a little while, you wouldn't know who they were, but eventually... Everyone who's played in the past is going to be recognized. You'll have one or two people who remain anonymous, like when Justin TB played on Orange Giraffe Dr. or 2 or when Dr. Opal played on OTT or you know, whatever <laughs> the meme is. But, um, you'll, have, you'll have those people, but...
9: You would, you would take that position? If you only were taking into consideration players who previously played Civ servers, which you do.
1: Right, and, okay. and so there would be... But I think... Like, if you have, like, people who played previously bringing in their friends from, like, HCF or something, eventually- Or new players,
9: r- which you've never really even considered. Okay, wait,
2: wait yeah. okay, dude, okay, I'm you're gonna, gonna, you're I'm gonna call players. you out this. Is idea a joke?
1: For the, for the new players with the randomized usernames, there's no difference from, a, a between a use, their real username that you've never seen before and their fake username. Except
9: you can before. Google them and figure out who they are in real life and
6: figure out where their address is and then SWAT them. What I if mean, you like got a different name like every single day, like it just like randomized it I mean, every day, does, and then no one dox. would be able to talk to you? Where, where, what where about you every dox. thirty minutes? Like, that that I mean, would You'd never get docked though.
8: Cool. What's <laughs> What's the point of all this nonsense that's going on here?
6: So you don't get doxed, they'd make you randomize, randomize your name. It's, it. definitely, it's, it's definitely an interesting idea, but it also requires
1: a map reset. So there's no way that's going on SIP Wait a minute,
2: wait why a minute, not? wait a minute. No 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 no. If this is a big deal, like if that's your solution to doxing, why not just like only have like not not allow people to join the server who have personal info out there? Like this is the problem, right? No, 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 this is what I'm getting at. This is what I'm getting at if everybody is randomized, and anybody could be a previous player from Civ, why the fuck would I let new people into my town if literally any of them could be any number of incredibly shitty people who have a grudge against me? Whoever gets outed first, and whoever uses voice chat first, whoever becomes the most well-known first, everybody who hates them will show up to their town. It will basically make it impossible for towns to actually come together and form a community because you can't, like, those connections are what makes the um, community, dude. It comes Not a bad BG idea. Wait, wait wait. That, wait, wait. that sounds
9: like you don't like alts, dude. Huh. I don't um, like alts. So
1: we're yeah. we're all hey. all right.
8: Like, Terrible. We've been,
1: we've been in here for, like, a, a little over an hour now. So can we get back on topic? Because I do want to go out to a bar in, like, yes. uh, 30
8: minutes. Yes. Okay. okay. I
6: have a medical <laughs> <practical laughs> exam going on right now. All right. Jeez.
0: All right, so. Going back to the idea of ideas that you hope to see from devoted go to Civ Classic. How about ah oh, fuck it? We're gonna move on. All right. Uh, any no, last I mean, any last comments you guys wish to are, say about devoted? Are there, devoted any, are
1: there the, any, anything like are there uh, ideas or whatever that anyone would like to see transition over either players or, or like
7: legit? Is, I'm being serious. Yes.
9: Let's the hear programmer Dan talk about it because he he cares most about this.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Hi guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> Hello, Hi, programmer
8: Dan.
6: Hey. Angel. No.
8: Don't see, don't see, really see, have why? too much prepared here, but um.
6: Can you talk about guns?
8: Guns. <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, but seriously, castle gates. Why not?
2: Literally
8: though. One point twelve, $2. castle gates, any number of the other innovations that Devoted made that I don't know why Civ Classics doesn't have. Watch Get out. rid of vaults, everything, literally everything. Get rid of vaults; they're shit.
2: <laughs> Included the tier, including the tier doors. Are you serious? Hold Pop on, in? hold on. Let them continue.
8: I mean, yeah. I, maybe I'm making too fine a point of it, but you know, maybe you should just replace classics with devoted. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm being facetious, but seriously though, there are changes that that we made in devoted specifically because the Civcraft model was fundamentally flawed. One of the biggest flaws is the other biggest flaw is bots. Not that I hate botting or hate automation. I love automation. And I love botting, but it leads to a very unequal play, even more so than any of the worst offenses that devoted committed with our balance.
0: We can talk about bots all day, uh, but I would like to. Before I'm going to, just in case if we start getting into the debate about bots, uh, let's move on. Uh, So, what anything else you would like to see implemented? into well, Sim honestly
8: I um, mean uh, yeah I don't I don't know that I don't know that I I don't know that I have any wish list for tealnerd it's his server you know whatever he wants to do is is fine you know I wish him luck if he runs into trouble he knows where to, to find me and uh, happy to help you know um, from time to time um, you know but but that's his business and however he wants to run it is up to him um, i also other
4: thing that you know, i would like I've, to
8: i've made i've made recommendations in the past and you know he's he's chosen his own path and and that's fine and I, I really do hope people enjoy it and continue to enjoy it and um if they don't then well
6: then we're coming back to you Wait, while, okay, we, yeah.
5: while we
8: may disagree on you did certain spend,
6: balance you did things, spend a Dan. lot of time on guns so i was just wondering like how how could that be implemented into civ classics
8: for guns to really be successful on a civ server you'd need to basically redo all of pvp you can't just add guns and call it a day okay what changes would you
6: have to make then
8: well you've got to consider armor balance you've got to consider the cost i think Um, that's
1: kind of a complex question that's
8: yeah not really suited for this like it's, like it's a very complicated situation, you know. You can't. It is,
6: but this is the future. With...
1: I, I yeah. just don't. I don't think this is necessarily the place and time for that. No.
9: I, can agree I can call... on that. Can, can, can I actually I can follow up on Dan's on... first before you, Connie?
7: Okay. So
9: one thing that I want to point out here is um, both Dan and I have a lot of experience on SIP servers and. More to the facts, I mean, I have way too many fucking alts, which is prevalent in my history. Dan has spent way too much time of of his life botting. I've also spent way too much of my life using all of the bots that Sanway has used, which um, now under recent news, I probably should have reviewed the macro mod script Mm -hmm. on that a little bit thoroughly. But the point is, we both experienced alts. We both used bots and gained... immediate wealth through it and we both decided for devoted that it was not a playstyle that was going to keep everyone feeling like they should keep playing so mm-hmm. i i think a lot of the position that we've we've kind of felt is with civ classics like i understand everyone wants to live relive civ 2.0 but at the same time a lot of the decisions that we made were based in our experiences not just our you know preferences like our preferences are to have the same sort of experience that we had in 2.0 because it was so overpowered and based in our favor so um, really i feel like the biggest thing that we hope that future servers not even necessarily civ classics because i feel like a lot of civ classics is reliving that same power that people felt before but in future servers is learning from sort of the imbalance even though it's fun and creating a more balanced situation where all players can feel like they have a, a, a same position on the battlefield until, yes, you're yeah.
1: right. I, I, and, and that's the thing. I think that like you and Dan and Baki and I are in pretty similar positions as far as that goes, Like having the experience and having been there, done that, um, playing 2.0 and 3.0 and whatever. But I just think, I guess we've just come to different conclusions. And that was something I wanted to say earlier was that while we have come to different conclusions about balance and what had the like directions that we wanted our servers to go, um I still like appreciate both of you so much for everything you've done and like see the value that devoted has brought to the community. And the yeah. value that such drastically different balances, uh, I think that brings a lot of value to the community where people have a choice in what kind of playstyle they like uh as well.
9: I, I do want to point out one thing before the haters start taking, you know, voice clips of all of this and start mm-hmm. using against our respective communities. That one thing that I think we did fuck up on is XP balance. I, I think that actually the community does really appreciate a complicated XP uh, production scheme, and I, I think Sib Classics by going back to that actually helped uh, the scene a little bit more. And a, a lot, a lot of the feedback that we've been getting back from devoted players or former devoted players has been that they've actually really appreciated the XP balance, where my assumption and the reason that we tried to simplify the XP production was that new players would feel excluded from being able to reduce XP and be able to defend themselves if they had to go through a complicated factory scheme. But the reality of the situation, even in 2.0, is even if the factory XP production is complicated, what ends up happening is all the power players will just sell that XP for diamonds per stack. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all those I mean, players are able to defend themselves just by participating in the economy, making the economy, you know, more more fulfilling,
6: which is a good I, thing.
1: I, I think holy fucking back. shit!
6: I think my house is on fire. I gotta go. Oh shit! Okay,
1: <laughs> well, uh, be safe. Don't die. Um, I I think it really ties back to what we were talking about earlier before you guys got here. We were talking about what were some of Devoted's strengths and what were the weaknesses um and i think that like pretty much every aspect of devoted and civcraft and civ classic had strengths and weaknesses you know like (laughs) whether it's the xp system that was simpler and more accessible to new friends but not interesting for like long-term players like there's there's pros and cons to every balance option uh which i think is something a lot of people don't consider they tend to only focus on the bad things when there are definitely good things too and i think it's about finding the right balance between those good things and bad things
9: that makes the that can make a server great so i think the sum of it is don't swing full devoted don't swing full Civ classics try and find a an happy middle
2: somewhere that's not yeah. the fucking realms because we fuck should not uh, no 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 <laughs> and, we should have uh, move to crucible mc that way cycle okay or, let's, yes. let's not alright <laughs>
4: Guys, wait, wait, wait. On. Can I talk now? I yep. never yes. say what I want yeah, to yeah, say. Yeah, I'm for it. Okay, thank you, finally. So, uh, what I think SIP Classics should take from Devoted is the fact that uh, they had different uh, Bastions type. Um, I think that SIP Classics should add a City Bastion, because right now the problem that we have is that most of the builders and cities don't have a way to easily produce a Bastion that can actually help them against Griefers or Raiders. So maybe maybe not a lot of Bastions like Devoted, but probably two, like one city Bastion that it's bigger than a Bald Bastion, and maybe a bit more stronger. Yeah, I'm that's actually sure stronger.
1: We actually have a uh, second Bastion type in the works at the moment that we're, that we're working on balance-wise. Oh,
4: OK. Ah, uh, was that so, what? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Um, I think that's uh, one uh, thing that you should do. So if right. it's in the process, that's perfect.
0: So, and um, before uh, we're going to start wrapping up the formal discussion here, uh, do any of you have anything you would like to say to the admins of Devoted?
3: Uh, can I say them for both admins? Really quick. Yeah, go ahead. Thank you for everything, Dan, and uh, shade of john or bonk kill whatever you want to be called
0: my name's rorick oh my god
3: <laughs> uh, and i also want to tell yeah. teal nerd uh hey teal nerd could you like unban I... uh saren's sister oh,
1: okay. yeah we're working on that there's like a little glitch with our often
0: oh okay <sighs> <Yeah. laughs> anything Personally,
4: else for me, yeah. just uh, well thank you because they're like you mean all the admins or only devoted admins
0: uh, any admins? I, I guess devoted okay. or Civ Classic.
4: Well, for yeah, for devoted admins, well, they they were great. I think they were actually the best admin team I have ever seen in any server. They were always all the time listening to what people had to say, even if they didn't like all the people, that like the, all the players they had, but they tried like to listen to them. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but they tried to listen to everyone, and always a lot of communication with, with everyone. I really like that. For example, whenever something weird or problematic happened in the server or in Discord or whatever, they would make a post in Reddit explaining why they took a decision and what they did. And I really think that helps a lot. And I think Tia should try to implement that. I think I already said it before to him or in Reddit, I don't know. But I think it, it really helps to all the community to have a fluent communication between players and admins.
3: Also, Dan, like helping, uh, I don't know if you guys would know, Star Darkness or Callum in trying to be able to connect to Dev PvP or Devoted in general because he was experiencing a glitch only affecting him it was only affecting one player but programmer dan took almost like an hour to dedicate his time to fixing it like true dedication and like helping like the players like i've never seen that before in a minecraft server ever in like the seven years i played mind man you've been playing this game too fucking long huh. dude actually i over asked me i think it's like five years but Just whatever shut the fuck up,
2: up, <laughs> we both <laughs> been here for like so long. Uh, I've been here for six. End me. I don't know. Right? So actually,
1: yeah, it's almost been six for me too. <laughs> to
9: uh, respond to County's hmm. comment here, like, and also weirdly to defend Teal in this uh-huh. regard, Thanks, I I love you, baby girl. Um, <laughs> so, like, we came from very very different perspectives, right? So, so Teal, you know, is a CivCraft kid, and he's always had you know good admins and a lot of the servers that I have played on. Kind of after Civcraft 2.0, before Civcraft 3.0, were filled with the world's worst admins that I've ever fucking seen. Yeah, I've like, also what was that
1: one server devoted like, oh,
9: and dude, saw bass like. <laughs> but th- this was also inter interplaced with a bunch of different faction servers I played on too that had even worse fucking like twelve year old admins. So a lot of the reason that we we sort of stuck to such a, a really crystal clear admin policy and made sure everything was transparent was due to a lot of those experiences that I had personally as a player, um, which it's it's a difficult thing to really communicate. And it's a difficult thing to, to really stick to as an admin, unless you've also personally sort of faced that almost travesty. So um, well. I might disagree with some of Teal's admitting policies at this point. I also understand it because really, since he hasn't dealt with almost a tyrannical admin team, he, he doesn't really see the need at this point, which I don't really want to put too many words in his mouth, to have such transparent policies. Well, but I also feel like he he has learned from the best, which is, quite frankly, TTK. So I mean, even if they, <laughs> there is a point where they get to the the situation where it becomes a problem, I think Teal is going to be able to re- rebound from it and, and provide more transparent policies. We've
1: definitely, and, yeah. we've definitely been trying to be transparent. We just, both myself and Baki, don't have a ton of free time, uh, which definitely makes it hard. But uh, we try to be transparent, like especially when things like the recent uh, issues with Centralin happened. Like,
4: yeah, I definitely think that you. No, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, sorry, Um, but I think you should, uh, like, should be a priority for both of you to make it, um, I don't know, better for everyone, for all the players to know why you're taking decisions, because sometimes people don't really know what happened and they get confused. Like, for example, whenever the reinforcement problem happened, uh, we spent like 10 days or more without any official announcement. And that was really weird, because I think you should have said, like, okay, guys, this happened for this and this. Uh, We're going to try to solve it or not. Whatever you want to say. We don't care about the solution or not, but at least if you can explain what happened and why you're taking decisions, that it's enough for everyone.
1: Yeah. Well, sometimes sometimes it can be an issue of not necessarily knowing what happened right away. Uh, Other times, it can be a a lack of time to know that as well. A lack of time to write up a post and like we don't want to make a post on the subreddit every time anything happens even if it's something small i get i granted that was sort of a bigger thing but like i am a full-time student baki just started a full-time But job if you got there.
3: more admins we have we have super friends but frankly yeah, but they can't like frankly frankly, frankly i've
1: said this before and i'll continue to say it over and over and over and over again because people keep asking saying get more admins is not a solution, because uh, unless you're proposing an actual good candidate to be an admin, that doesn't really work. The, um, Peter?
2: I'm the most unbiased person. Bagi, I hate everybody here equally. I, I'm, for, in, the, in,
1: the, in, in the interest of transparency, uh, Baki and I have discussed full admins multiple times since even before the server launched. Um, even before the, the beta for Civ Classic 2.0 that happened months ago, if anyone remembers that. And literally, there have been two people who we have come up with who we would feel comfortable making admins. One of them is Maxopoli, who is actively playing and therefore can't be an admin. And the True. other one is Programmer Dan.
9: So uh, to put this in perspective as well, we we've, we've been running Devoter for 2 years. We've talked about full admins from other players and the process to do that would also involve like scans of their passport and quite frankly like oh. it's so really? difficult to get yes, I'm paranoid.
7: Yeah.
9: But it's it's so difficult to get new admins that I I don't even I don't knock teal on that like that one. My no, idea. I I understand
4: that, that, but my point was really not that. my my point was, and I don't, again, I don't I don't want to be disrespectful, but I don't think that's um, an excuse to not make a post. You know what I mean? Uh, the time is not an excuse because you you need like maybe five minutes or less to write. Right. Okay, guys, this happened. I mean, we are not, working on it. It's, and not just that, just
1: a, it's not just about writing a post that something happened. It's about understanding the situation because I don't exactly. I don't want to have to make a ton of posts like. It's this. Wait, no, never mind. I was wrong. It was this. Wait, never mind. It was this. Oh, we're working on it. We're working no, on it. No, but just, just say working on it. You should, just, you should understand. It, understand. You should, I think there's an implicit like understanding as a player that when something goes wrong, we are aware. We, we're we working on it. We're going to come up with a solution. And when we have a solution to the problem, we'll let you know. But I think that writing posts and constantly communicating about every little issue is kind of a waste of our time when our time
9: is so limited to uh to defend teal on this topic as well sorry worm but it is an important thing
0: Um, i agree i agree
9: so the reason that dan and i were so communicative is because of the previous issues that we had before we 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 made it a priority to make sure that every single issue was communicated to ensure that essentially the, the playground that we created the the sandbox was as fair as possible but it takes a lot of fucking time. It takes a lot of commitment. No, yeah, and but it's... I'm not talking and, about and I'm Frankly, you've You're
4: been
7: talking
1: kind of spoiled by problem the, problem shaded in, and,
4: and about the... the iron farm. Most likely. All I, I agree those with two situations on that. that were big. You've
1: been you've been spoiled from devoted. Like I think anyone who <laughs> played Civcraft would, <laughs> yeah. would definitely agree that that okay. that kind of admin communication is really awesome, but kind of impossible. Uh Unless you people, prioritize like, it, unless you prioritize yeah. that above everything so, else, and with such limited time and resources, we just we cannot prioritize that.
3: Do you guys got twenty four seven on- Twitter or something for Civ Classic? Look, I'm
2: gonna I'm gonna jump in here. The people from Devoted do not understand how much, like how like, how much work it really is to to have good adminship. Uh, you know the the That's admin team TTK like okay can you like let's just let's just back up for a sec teal has been more transparent and more willing to act as an admin as a transparent admin in the past five months than ttk was in his entire history as an admin i never heard ttk speak i still don't know what his voice sounds like i never talked to him he had no communication with a single one of us and so the people from devoted who like expect to be able to just like hippity hop online like there's kind of a 24/7 support system outsourced to outsourced to some shithole in India uh it's not it's not going to be a valid thing like i feel like no i disagree thing. because yeah. i think you i think you live being...
8: in india full disclosure
4: no i think you're <laughs> looking... you near the peach farm guys i think yeah, you're living my peach here No, no, listen, I think you're losing my point here. I'm not saying that it needs to be like a 24-7 thing. I'm just saying in a specific moment, there was no announcement for days. And I'm saying this because some people in my group, in close groups, stopped playing because of that. They stopped playing because there was no admin response to anything. There was no reply to Mondmill. There were no announcements in Reddit. There was no reply in in Discord. There was nothing. So what I'm saying is people need communication. You need to tell people, like even if you didn't find a solution, it doesn't matter. Just say, okay, guys, we know about this, and we're working on it. We will make another announcement whenever it's fixed or whatever. Just that. You know Uh, what I mean?
9: To 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 flip-flop sides as well here, uh, I, I would like to point out as an outside observer it's very much less fun to figure out the drama that's happening on the commonwealth discord than on the actual subreddit so
1: yeah and we're definitely trying to make an effort to to be transparent and to make announcements about those kinds of things but like i said we we don't have like I, i understand it doesn't take a lot of time um
4: No, the thing is, if you don't want to, I don't don't care. I mean, I'm just saying that I think...
1: Like I said, we do want to. It takes. It may not take a lot of time, but we really, really do not have a lot of time. Like I said, Boggy has a full-time job. I'm a full-time student involved in a few extracurriculars and leading activities in real life. I literally only have a couple hours a day, maybe maybe just one or two hours a day for personal time on the computer. I, I, frankly... As much as I do care about this community and I care about the server, I, I'm not going to devote my two hours a day of free time exclusively to Civ Classic. And when I do devote it, devote my time to it, I'm going to devote it to actually solving the problems and trying to respond to mod mails and fixing issues rather than writing up posts uh, for the subreddit
0: explaining the issues to people. All right.
9: Sounds I like want, you're not devoted, boy. Oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, okay. Was, I was waiting. All
0: right. Let's yeah. uh, let's go ahead and reel back in here. Uh, we're going to move on to the next part, and I'll be answering questions from the community. I currently have a list of them. Yes. Uh, shout out yes. to uh, Diet Cola and uh, Mr. Llama for helping me reel this in. I'm gonna start with a question from Hmac here. Devoted's commitment to developing new ideas and coding them led to many great parts of Civ today. What can we do, like as a community, to encourage testing and development right now? That's all, Dan.
8: Yeah, so th- this is actually a really hard space. It's something that TTK himself struggled with constantly. And I don't know that I have the best answers. I know what I tried, and I know what what Bonkill tried. And really, a lot of it is just giving exorbitant amounts of praise for even the smallest contribution. Uh, really, just just balk people up. You know, they want to contribute. They wanna they wanna get involved. Well, defend them. Um, be their advocate. Get behind them. Have small projects, large projects, so that anybody at any skill level feels like they can contribute. And when you foster that kind of an environment, you'll find that people emerge and they say, oh yeah, I'll I'll do that. I'll pick up this project. And I mean, you know, frankly, this is not an option for an admin team that doesn't have a lot of spare time or isn't able to, um, you know, take breaks during the day or get involved during the day. You never know what time zone people are in. And, you know, I've worked with people across the globe. And it involves a lot of my time, code reviews, hold hand, you know, hand holding, um, guiding people through development and through that process of critical thinking. And for me, it's very rewarding. It's something that I enjoy doing, um, and you it, know, it's been great to get involved with with just dozens of people over the course of Devoted's uh, run. And so, from that perspective, you know. Go for it, but really, that's that's the key. Is you need an advocate. You need people at the forefront pushing for cool ideas. They don't have to be perfect. They don't have to be right, but they do need to be viable, and uh, they do need someone to take the lead on them and, and push them through to the end. I to, think... to jump off of that as yeah. well.
9: Um a couple things. So n- number one, the other side of it is if you make this cool new plugin and it doesn't actually hit the live server that is almost the worst thing that you can have as a dev. So one thing that you have to make sure is you have a clear vision of sort of the gameplay balance that you want to achieve and the certain plugins and plugin specs that you want to actually hit with that. Because you don't want people to spend, you know, their spare time. Everyone's doing this in their spare time. You don't want them to spend their spare time on something that ends up not being used. And then pass that to, like, especially after 3.0 ended, a lot of players... A lot of 4channers, especially, were talking shit at max, and you need to be there as an admin and tell them to shut the fuck up, because there are only so many devs in the community, and I don't care what they've done on previous servers, you need to defend them, because they're the ones who are actually keeping the server alive. Um, And that is a hard position to take as an admin, because it's going to give you a lot of criticism, but you need to take it.
0: Okay. All right, uh, another question here. Uh, let's make sure we keep on topic. This one I can see a lot of debate over. Uh, let's try to keep the discussion on topic here. Uh, this is from CWage. Uh, question for the panel. What's a power player, and is it good or bad for the health of the server?
1: They're not anything concrete. Um, that That's kind of just like an abstract thing to, like created by the community. Uh, where it just—it's just people who are like well-known and/or have a lot of resources in the game. It—it it doesn't mean anything. It just means that that person has more influence than others, probably. Yeah,
4: most are resources. I think it's influence.
1: I think I think defining certain people as power players or not power players is frankly kind of stupid. Uh, it's literally just people who have more or less influence on the game.
2: I think that a power player is as everybody else has already said, but in terms of a positive or negative effect, I think it all depends on whether or not they bring new people in or whether they drive new people away because the community, like it or not, lives and dies by the new players being integrated by the old ones. If the old players are not integrating new friends and are pearling them or are shutting down their towns or are power playing against them, you know, and they have you know we're talking about people who have four years of experience on civ servers out maneuvering somebody politically who has four days of experience and then people like crimio getting on the sub oh well you don't have evidence and then you have like 15 people (laughs) gang you know like ganging up on these new friends it really doesn't help the community so in my mind i think a power player is somebody who ideally would integrate new people, would actually help them, and would help to to expand the genre, not to no, not, not to build
4: walls. Player. That's not yeah. a power play. Most of the people that do that, they are not even power players.
9: BG, well, that sounds like someone that I would love, but not a power player.
4: Yeah, exactly. I know. Like, that's players, that's what I'm saying. I, what I'm
2: saying says, is that uh, a, okay. I'm not saying that that's what Wait, a power player one. is. That's what that's I'm what they a power should be. Should
3: be. Sounds like if Jesus Christ plays Civcraft, to be honest. Well,
4: yeah. <laughs> asked it's a power player but i think we talked about this with dan once about how to make these core players if you want to say it that they they bring other people to play with them how to make them go to a specific server and play it like i think this is what happened with Sip classic for example people that were not playing the devoted started playing Sip classics because they thought that the server was what they wanted to so um, I think those are the actual power players, people that can bring other people with them. Because maybe influence, maybe friendship, I don't know, a lot of different things. But um, most likely that.
5: Or just dedication. It's yeah. mostly presence. Devotion.
8: Yeah, devotion. <laughs>
5: do Do
2: I count? No, you de- don't.
5: I, I like the silence after
9: you asked that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right let's move on to the next question here let's see uh this is a question dedicated uh directly to coney here uh from blue sylveyor blue so god (laughs)
2: yes yes
0: i i does he he posted a lot of questions i felt like i had to give him one uh coney as a long-standing pillar (laughs) excuse me
4: (laughs) Alright, alright. <laughs> why are you laughing?
0: <laughs>
8: read, read it with a straight face, come on. Oh lord.
4: I'm scared.
8: Cody, as
0: a long-standing pillar of this community throughout both Devoted and Civ <laughs> Classic, why do you believe players from Devoted... <laughs> oh god.
7: Why is he laughing? What why? I'm shit? only laughing because <laughs>
0: no. I know how people are gonna react. Why do you what? believe players from Devoted migrated to Civ Classic and continue to stay there? Uh, oh no.
4: Um I think This isn't
0: funny. That's a groan, dude.
4: No, no. Um okay, <laughs> I th- I think a lot of people started playing Civ Classics because they were bored of Devoted already. We had a lot of uh wars and people were already tired because we were actually just Fighting the same people over and over again, and people was only playing devoted for PVP. We got tired. Yeah. Um, devoted. They,
5: I yes. got into like you know that a post-apocalyptic stage. You know, there's everyone's dead, everyone's gone, everyone's. And
4: bored, at, so. at the same time, Sip Classics offers something way different
5: a that I actually
4: personally liked it. That for me it was, for example, the the XP production. That in Zipcraft, I didn't have the opportunity to be. Too involved in factories because I I was the new friend in, the, in that moment, so I didn't understand anything. I was just like grinding was. and building. Um, yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. And then now into classics, I realized um, that it was really cool to I don't know to have a, a lot of things to do. And I think a lot of people also like that. That's why I think people started playing Sip classics and also stay playing there also because, of course, this is for everyone not for only people that played um, devoted before i think the the fact that all the all the community was playing civ classics made everyone stay there because it's like you go where people are you you go where the activity is
0: okay and all right to the next question here from spoopy platinum question for teal nerd specifically do you have any ideas for advertising civ classic to keep the server going
1: hmm well honestly um as far as like direct advertisement on my part um probably not like uh shaded has talked about this before about how like search engine optimization helps but the actual like paid advertisements on reddit don't really do much um and i i think the things that really help are the more guerrilla marketing things like posting on like having actual players post on subreddits. So I know that's how I found Civcraft. Uh, I'm sure Same. that's how a lot of people have found this. So as far as like our own direct marketing and advertising, I, we don't really have any plans for that just because we don't think it's particularly, it, it's just not effective an effective use of our uh, server funds. But we do definitely want to, be encouraging players more to share their experiences where relevant on other places on Reddit.
3: Sure, can I? Uh, can you put like a voting system for cosmetic
9: items and then we'll put it on like uh, Minecraft voting servers? Let me uh, nip that one in the bud. We've played around with voting servers for Devoted and the quality of player that we end up getting from those voting servers makes it not worthwhile to do anything yeah. around it.
1: That's like, another really good point. Is that, but like, good people
3: always balance out bad people.
1: But the thing is, we want good players, like, we want people who are actually interested in what the Civ genre has to offer. People who are already interested in politics, um, which is I why, like, like CivCraft, a It'll lot stay. of people advertised on political subreddits. And then we had those waves of new friends, like, from that where people made a post on our Minecraft, and 99% of the players we got off of those posts were just shitters who, like, logged in for one day, but didn't really care, so they griefed or just never came back, and like that's that's not really what we want. We want good long-term
3: players who are going to contribute to the. Game. We'll never get our full potential unless we tell the world. That's just my
8: opinion, but and if that's what you want, get your SEO under control. Because the the, other... best, the best players that we got and the longest term players that we got were ones who searched for uh, long-term sieve or survival sieve or something like that. And, you know, some of them are the ones who stayed when everyone else left for Classics.
3: Yeah, that's or, me. You know, like, I thought, like, I was like, there has to be, like, an anarchy server, but encourages society. Like, something like Civilization and Minecraft. So I just put in CivCraft, and I found this. Um,
2: all right, Worm Wizard, I really have to go. I have something to do at 8 a.m. So are there any BG-specific questions, or...? Uh, not that I see how, here. How many
1: more questions are there?
0: I have. I'm going to ask two more is, questions. We're, we're we'll coming up, up on
1: two hours. I know. This is sorry. Yeah. Right. I know. I've go
0: no, you're good. Story. All right. Yeah. Have a good night, man. I expect a BG post tomorrow, though. All right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, like I said, two more questions that I want to ask here, uh, and the last one will be a great way to end off. So, this one right here. Is from Lodish. Is it fair for grudges across servers? Yes.
1: It
9: depends on the grudge.
7: Yeah. I, I like think
0: it, for uh, for doxing,
9: unequivocally yes, and to that extent as well. I think that sub servers should work together to get rid of as much doxing as possible across server. Um, in game grudges though it becomes a little bit more of a murky area. I don't trust. I think, that. I I think, think if
1: someone uh, like. I mean, people have brought up Sarah and betraying a bunch of times. I don't really know a lot about it, but oh, I, I'll boy. use an example anyway. Um, I think when someone is like shown, especially over multiple servers, to be, you know, a bad person in one way or another, mm. whether it's betraying or whatever, um, that I, I don't think that that kind of person should necessarily be pearled immediately on a new server, but they should. Def- people should definitely be justified in being wary of that person.
4: Yeah, I think like for example, whenever we started playing devoted and people wanted to play um to pearl, uh, what now are the big dogs? um, I was like, why do they want to perma pearl them? I didn't know them back then. I I know I knew them from Steve Craft but I didn't know they were that bad. <laughs> and I was like, um, why do they want to perma pearl them? I didn't understand. Now today, for example, that I saw them playing in different servers, I can understand why they wanted to do that. But still, I think you should be careful. In I think you need to remember what people did, but you can't really punish them whenever a new server starts because it's not fair. Maybe they want to play clean you know so you need to wait for them to actually do something before it's the same that we were talking before about the htf first like in the beginning of the classics people wanted to pearl, uh, people because they were htf first not because they did something and i think that's bad that's bad in in many sense uh, but i do agree with uh, Bonkill that i think people that doxed before in another server it doesn't matter it's the same community so i think should be Permanently banned from every server because they are toxic for everyone.
3: Definitions of doxing though, like doxing is like your address, your phone number, your stuff. Not like
4: oh no, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. yeah actually,
3: some so. people actually think doxing is like what state you're from. I shit, you know, I got shit from I mean, saying that. So uh, kind that's like kind of a it's not a gray area there's a document f- described by the federal government of what identifiable personal information okay is. i
1: i just think i think when it comes to online communities like this you can look at the like government definition or whatever but uh the legal definition but it it does kind of matter a little bit like if you're sharing bits and pieces um and just making it a lot easier and just in general being a huge dick about it then I mean, I think that can still...
3: Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely someone
9: like does it yeah, on purpose, too. Yeah, if you're telling to people how to find the, the of
4: someone, yeah, should, yeah, definitely.
9: Okay. The, the phrase that we've used and the definition that we've used is essentially sharing information regardless of how innocent with the sort of desire to threaten or harass another player. Um, yeah. So that might even be sharing a Twitter account that isn't connected to your Minecraft username, even if it doesn't show what state you're in. But that's still doxing.
0: Yeah. Um. All right. All right. Let's uh, move on to the last question here. And I think this is actually a really good question. And uh, uh, Jordan Mir asked this question. How can we make some things easy enough for casual noobs to move up through hard work while still having a tech tree complex enough for no life pot lords to have a challenge?
3: Uh, I think... Uh, Maxopoly, uh, when he put in that uh, names layer uh, interface, I thought that was really cool. Like, if you Very were able intuitive. to do something with, uh, like, a wiki from in in game, like, not just like uh, f- what we have now, but something that explains it detailed and it actually you tell the player when they join, oh, do this command to find out how this game actually works. Something like that, I... detailed force I... tutorial maybe. That's but is
4: the work. question about yeah? I don't, think, it's a I don't
0: think that's really the the question itself the question is about, it's about uh, game, right? um, how to make wait. how how to make uh, certain things easy enough for casual noobs or new people to move up through hard work I while think that's a, still that's having a tech that, tree. That,
1: oh, that for like information, and devoted, and remove alts, alts,
8: remove bots. I have all have
1: all tried to solve, and I don't think that removing alts is a hundred percent a solution. I think that that's one of the things that we're hoping to accomplish with better alts. Um, I like
3: that plugin. But Yeah, no, so... this is different. I that's think a, that's for a example...
4: different
0: argument. Yeah. Yeah,
4: that's a different I thing. Think. Um, I think for example in the classics you have the XP production and you have different different factories so the first one it's very very simple and you you only need like three things and i think that's very that's cool for new friends let's say to understand that you that how factories work for example and that you can you can get xp doing this that is very simple but if you want more you need to like Learn a lot more. You need to invest a lot more time and stuff like that. I think that's the the steps that you need to do. Make something very simple for them, but also uh, something more difficult.
9: So my perspective on this is what you're basically asking is how can we make the average new player that joins actually useful for the rest of the server? Because that's what it boils down to in the economy. And the way that you do that is you make sure that power players can't do it all on their own. And the only sort of solution that I've seen, and I know this is a meme, but skill up. Um, the only solution that I've seen is actual specialization between players. This has not been done on a SIB server with more than 10 people playing before. If you make it so that you need 10 different players who can't be alts to specialize in certain professions to actually start producing vaults, to start producing top tier tech items. You're going to see a lot more of those groups that are five fucking shitters making friends to make sure that they get five other people to work with them to make those top tier tech items the issue though that we have is that all of these different civ servers these civ clones keep starting up and providing these easy outs for players where they don't feel like they are going to be in a community for more than a year and they don't feel like they should be committing time trying to get across the tech tree right so, yeah, what, what the
3: hell, Teal? Why'd you make Civic class? Just kidding. No,
4: but the problem is uh, the problem that we have with that is I think different servers try to make something specific that you can only, for example, whenever um, a specific ore would spawn in a specific biome or things like that, to try to make people value something, I don't know, in, in, in Civex, for example, was the gold or. I don't know, iron, whatever you want. People would like the experienced people, the old players will abuse that. So it's still hard for new friends to actually have a role in that because I... no matter what you implement, they, the old friends are going to have the advantage. So it's still I... more difficult for the new people.
9: I disagree to a certain extent, especially with how CivX tried to diversify or distribution. Because what ended up happening is I would just go to every different biome and, and mine in that biome. And uh, totally that's happy. a yeah, no, that's because... a different story. But the... no, I'm
4: I'm saying uh, that different servers try to do this in a dif- in different ways, and it never works because of that. Like all players would would just uh, abuse it. Will they will do whatever if... to.
9: If you get to the point where it's actually programmatically enforced, where you have to choose what type of player you are, and your resource production is based on that decision, there's no way for old friends to abuse that, for older in-the-know players to abuse that, other than to trade, which is actually a a net positive for everyone else involved.
3: That seems like a utopia
0: theory of, you know, something like...
4: Yeah, but people are not gonna like that, I don't think. I I don't even think I would like that.
0: So there we have it. This is a great place to wrap up. I just wanted to say thank you to our very special guests for being on this episode. I know this is a long one, but we had a ton of great discussion about Devoted and how it can impact Civ Classic. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Box Talk, and I will see you with another special guest next week.